everybody, this is Daryl with AfterBuzz TV. Did you know that TrueCar.com is changing car buying forever? Yes, everyday TrueCar users receive negotiation-free guaranteed savings. Now, some features are not available in all states, but that's okay. In the first six months of this year, over 275,000 cars were sold by the TrueCar Certified Dealer Network. TrueCar users save an average of $3,221 off of their MSRP. When you're ready to buy a car, just follow these three easy steps. First, go to TrueCar.com and find out what people pay for the car you're looking for. Then register at TrueCar.com to see upfront pricing information and lock in your savings. The third step is so simple. Just print out your TrueCar savings certificate and take it to the TrueCar certified dealer for a better, hassle-free car buying experience. Remember, everyday True Car users receive negotiation-free guaranteed savings. Save your time, save money, and never overpay. Visit TrueCar.com today. That's TrueCar.com. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries. And your number one source for after-show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Once Upon a Time. It is season four, episode one. We are so excited to be back. I am your host, Tiana Hobson, filling in for Kathy Kelly, who will be joining us this season. So don't freak out yet. She just couldn't be here tonight. She will be back. But joining me, I have our always very beautiful co-hosts over here who I will let introduce themselves. You're talking about Marissa. (laughs) I'm talking about you both. (laughs) Stop it. Hi, everyone. I'm Marissa Serafini. This music is awesome, and I'm just so excited for it once again. It's back. (laughs) And I'm Cortique, and I'm so happy to be here talking with you guys. All right. So really quick... What did you guys think about tonight's episode overall? Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. First of all, being a big fan of the Frozen movie, when that movie came out in DVD, I was like the first one to buy it. Um, so I'm really excited that the fact that, you know, Disney and ABC have the crossing over is awesome. And, you know, just watching the movie, I had big, high anticipation and hopes for, like, how they're going to portray the story in real life. And I think they're actually doing a really good job, especially to start it off. And I'm excited what they're going to do more to add to the story, because I think a lot of people were talking about the Frozen movie itself had a lot of plot holes, but I think for the show to take that up and fill in those plot holes with story, I mean, it's great that they're doing that. Yeah, I mean, I'm very excited it's back. I'm so amped about this, but I was a little disappointed with the season premiere because I wanted more action. But I do get it that, you know, it's the first episode and they need to set down the foundation for us to kind of get the story before getting it moving. So I'm excited to see what we have in store. Yeah, I'll definitely agree with that. I was a little, like, I think I hyped it up even more in my Mm -hmm. head because, you know, it's this whole, like... Once it's frozen over and all that stuff. So I was a little like let down, but I think that was just my own imagination. I am very excited to see where it goes with Frozen. I also kind of think that it might be too soon for Frozen. I'm um, so, so shocked. It's not quite a classic yet. And I was having a conversation with someone earlier where people, adults who don't have young children who aren't like us and just, you know, 
kids at heart and go see kids movies with, you know, no children might not have seen Frozen and have no interest in it because, and once has done such a great job of bringing to life the fairy tales from our childhood that I'm scared with this storyline where like the audience will be. Well, I think to be fair, I think you don't really, if you see the movie Frozen, it would definitely heighten the experience of watching Once Upon a Time, but I don't think it's a complete necessity. I think you can still kind of understand and go through the motions with, uh, Everyone. Yeah, and I think that the Frozen, why they're doing it now, it's very topical, and a lot of people are going to watch. Not to say that's not going to like hinder the story in what way people are expecting Frozen, and they know what to what they want to watch. So I think it's very smart that they're doing it, too, to, to draw in the True. audience. And they did pick really good actresses and great costumes. I just want to mention that yeah. those were really amazing. Amazing. Yeah. All right, well, let's get into tonight's episode. Um, we're going to start with talking about Belle and Mr. Gold. This episode picks up exactly where we left off in the finale, which is nice because, you know, mm-hmm. there's no time gap or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're just, you know, married. Um, Gold goes to visit Bay's grave and he has a little conversation about, you know, he has to give that dagger back to Belle because he still has the real one and she thinks that she does. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's a shame that their wedding and their marriage itself is kind of starting off of a lie. I mean, that's not mm-hmm. the best foot to start a, a romantic relationship <laughs> and companionship to start off with lying. Yeah. I mean, he's trying to sneak attack a truth in there, so we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, he says, you know, he only held on to it to avenge Bay's death, and now he plans to give it back to her so that, you know, they can have a real shot at this all. So it remains to be seen what he'll do, but um, after they leave there, Belle has found this hidden house up in the woods um, that she said no one has claimed, and they think it might have come back from the last time the curse went through, and so they're going to use this house as their honeymoon spot. Isn't that kind of like breaking and entering? Yeah. yeah. Like <laughs> Very breaking and entering. My First of all, that's a humongous house. How can you mm-hmm. hide that? Yeah. That's interesting. And it's clean. And it's very clean. It looks like the the house that I know that's located in Vancouver that they use for the Smallville set and for the X-Men set. And mm. it was very much the same interior, so I'm pretty sure that's probably... I mean, I could be very wrong, but the interior was the exact same setup as that Set. Not that I don't mind that. I love that. That's amazing. Yeah. You actually had a funny comment where you thought, what if it's Elsa's and yeah, all I, this old house? I kind of thought that at first walking in, <laughs> but then I was like, that's too easy for it to be their house, but maybe it is the obvious <laughs> yeah. answer, but I, I don't but know. It would make Walk- sense if it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, especially like the way it was decorated and Mr. Gold finds that gold box with like the jewels on it. You know, he's like, Clearly, he knows it. He knows where this has come from. He's like, oh, yeah, the person here has interesting taste. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, you know, he kind of sneak. He does switch the daggers back. But I was confused because we watched it together, Corey and I. And I would have gotten the two mixed up. Like, Why didn't he destroy the fake one (laughs) instead of putting it back in his pocket? Very good point. Because I think eventually at some point it's going to get mixed up. Well, it's kind of like the equivalent of your, you know, fake faux jewelry. You want to keep the good ones, but still use the fake one in times of need. Mm. But, I mean, the fact that Rumpel did switch it um, was good. But I still question the end not to jump too far ahead. It seems like he still has the real dagger even though he switched it. Yeah, yeah right? Because he goes to the box and opens it. And when he opens that box, Marissa, what did you think that blue sort of 
I thought it was the hat. sorcerer's hat. <laughs> I put Mi- Mickey Mouse's sorcerer's hat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then it had like that pink stuff and it reminded me of Sleeping Beauty when um they're doing all the spells, the mm-hmm. fairies, and in the cartoon version, like all those pink colors and it looks like the galaxy sky. Yeah. So it's a mixture of a lot of things. It it definitely is, but the hat, the, the exact same color in the formation is Mickey Mouse's blue hat that we all know from like Fantasia. Yeah, and the and Sorcerer's Apprentice. Sorcerer's, yeah. Yeah. And spoiler alert, there is an episode in the future of this season called The Apprentice. Mm-hmm. So we might... I, I have that no might answer a lot of our that questions. That might answer right questions right there. So, spoiler. Yeah. spoiler. There we go. Um, what do you guys think of the dance? That their first dance. I love that. Okay. I mean, first of all, we got to talk about that. I love Beauty <laughs> and the Beast and the fact that if this is Rumple's way to make up for already lying to Belle at the beginning of their marriage. It's okay. I would take that apology. Yeah. And dance. And they, I mean, and her dress was so pretty. It was gorgeous. And his, his little transformation mm-hmm. and, you know, it was just a great homage to, you know, the classic Beauty and the Beast. And they had and the they, song. They had the song playing yeah. and it was just such a sweet moment. And I want those two to be happy, but then I just, Rumple is just in such a place of, him and Regina both are kind of in that place of you don't know which one of them's going to jump off that ledge right, first. Right. And they're both trying to keep it together and be like these good people, but it's in their nature to be bad. Yeah. Like they've gone so far that they only know bad best. And you can see Rumple struggling. Every time he mentions the dagger, he's struggling to let go of it and mm-hmm. that evil past. Yeah. And it's again with Rumple and Regina, they've been dark characters for so long. Old habits die hard. Mm-hmm. Not to justify their actions or whatnot, but they know how to be evil. That comes more naturally to them than being good. Yeah. Yeah. And speaking of evil, let's talk about Regina because she's in a little bit of a pickle. Poor Regina. Poor Regina. Uh, hashtag poor Regina. Yeah. She finally finds, you know, happiness with Robin Hood and Emma brings back Marion, not knowing who Marion is. And so that just puts a big hinder in Regina's life plan. And so they have this awkward encounter outside of Granny's where Marion is still, you know, she's still new. She still sees this woman because two hours ago she was trying to kill her and now she's here and she's finds out that she's been dating her husband that she's been around her child she's freaking out and like telling everyone why are you around her what is what's wrong with you guys she sees snow white like asking if regina's okay I mean, putting myself in Marion's shoes, I'd be like, this town is like Loopyville. <laughs> yeah, right? No, I agree. I mean, rightfully so. I mean, she, she only knows the past because she was literally just thrown into the future. But, I mean, I can understand why she's not understanding why everyone else knows Regina, that Regina has kind of changed her ways at mm-hmm. this point. But, I mean, we... It, it's interesting how she still sees Regina as evil and calling her a monster. We hear the yeah. word monster so many times rough. tonight. Yeah, tough. that was a little tough. Mm-hmm. I felt bad for Regina in that so aspect bad. because she has worked so hard to change the person she used to be. But at the same time, hearing Mary and kind of freaking out, it does kind of make you in your head go like, oh, wait a second. Yeah, this is a, a really bad person who did a lot of bad thing and killed innocent people. And we've all not forgotten about it, but we've moved past it. And we've then, forgiven her. Yeah, we've forgiven yeah. her, but then it's kind of like, wait a second, should we, like, do we forgive people for doing 
horrible things. And, well, living in the present, and uh, I mean, I love Regina, and I think she deserves the happiness because she, I do believe in people changing as long as they want to change. Yes. Yeah, and the thing is, Regina has done a lot of good deeds mm-hmm. to atone her bad actions, and also, but we can already see the progression, like or regression, I guess, in her ways, um, back to evil when she's not even calling Emma Emma anymore. She goes back to Swan. Mm-hmm. Very, ah. you know, you know, demeaning in that way. The way that evil Regina used to be towards Emma when they first started. But yeah. there is some change in her which shocks me is she doesn't want to kill Marion. She wants to change the past. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is very Zelina like right. of her mm-hmm. at this mm-hmm. point because, you know, we just went through this whole changing the past thing with Zelina and we see where that led us. It led us to having Marion here in the first yeah. place. I mean, granted, she kind of wants to kill her in the past, but... Yeah, <laughs> she wants to go yeah. back in the past and kill her. <laughs> yeah. so. It's her mentality in all of it. It's not going to murder and death anymore, as Sydney points out, not to jump too far yeah. ahead, but not by a murderous arm, but by a more conniving manipulative arm. And let's, like, welcome back, Sydney Glass. Yeah, welcome back. You know, Giancarlo Esposito. Oh, like, it's yay. Been um, it's been a while. Over. Yeah. <laughs> My memory's a little rusty when it comes to the Yeah, mirror, but. so Sydney Glass has been, you know, kind of Regina's puppet over here. You know, he's the magic mirror on the wall. So yeah. having him back is definitely going to be exciting. Regina does you know, do kind of the worst thing you could possibly do to him, which is trap him back inside that mirror. But, you know, he's so, <laughs> he's already confined in that area. Who knows how long? But the thing and is, then, like, he's so eager to do her bad or, like, Well, he's so bidding. in love with her. So yeah. I'm just thinking, dude, maybe you you secretly love being in that mirror, you know, just to see her every day and help her out. <laughs> That's mad true love. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But it's also kind of like being a genie trapped in a bottle. I yeah. think, you know, having mm-hmm. that freedom of being free of that glass, you know, it's mm-hmm. definitely different and he doesn't deserve that. But anyways, so she's <laughs> trying to use Sydney to go back in time to find the moment because Regina... You know, she was the evil queen. She did a lot of bad things to a lot of people. She doesn't remember Marion. So she has to remember the moment that she captured her. And so we get this flashback of Marion kind of pleading with her. Like, you know, if you had a family, you wouldn't feel this way. You would have love in your heart and you wouldn't be such a horrible person. And then, you know, you kind of come out of that flashback to Regina's face and you're just kind of like, ooh, girl, she got you there. Because yeah. like, you're in this place now where you do have a family. And if someone were trying to do this to Regina to separate her from Henry, how would she feel? Right. You know, so... I don't know if that's going to make Regina kind of softer on Marion or... Well, she well I think well, that, I mean, that is the softness, yeah. that she doesn't want to kill, but just to get rid of her. Yeah. So how do you get rid of someone without... You cast a, a curse that goes back in time. <laughs> yeah, you throw you them somewhere else. Sleeping curse. Like, different realm. Different realm. She did, sa- she did save her, not to jump ahead, but she did save her yeah. from a big old monster. Yes, so we did have that big <laughs> snow monster coming around. And- but I don't think that was to save Marion. That was just to get rid of the monster. Because I, I was wondering, mm. I was like, ooh, Regina, this is your out. Like, oh, gosh, yeah. guys, by the time I got here, the snow monster had already killed Marion. Because <laughs> everyone was passed out. Yeah, everyone's passed Marianne. out on the ground. <laughs> so, I mean, you definitely could have let her go out like that. But Regina is a good person. Inside, inside still. Which is good. Which I is think good. she slowly is working this plan to get to Marion. Like, right now, if you kill Marion in the first 
episode of the season, you know, the story's over. So you got to keep building upon that. You know, I'm such a Regina fan that I slightly feel that Marion is the evil one between the two. Like, why are you coming in here interfering with this new love she found? Well, look at stuff against Marion. <laughs> she was brought by Emma. So I don't think Marion really had a say in that. I know, yeah. but then, like, Robin comes and has that conversation where he has this vow and she, he says, Marion died and then she's alive again. I'm like, well, he, she died, quote unquote. So the vow's broken. But she's right? still alive. <laughs> it's just like, but Aw. doesn't this situation kind of remind you of season one with Prince Charming, Mary Margaret, and what's her face? Um, his first wife, um, Catherine. Catherine. Yeah, but Catherine was. But it kind of reminds me just because that was arranged marriage. Yeah, yeah, but when they were back in Storybrooke and before David had his memories back, right. he was you know falling for. Um, Mary Margaret and was with her and then all of a sudden those memories came back and then it was like this choice of you know well I made a vow to this woman so I'm gonna go there but then I mean eventually he did break free of her mm-hmm. and went back to the true right. love of his life which we all know that Regina and Robin Hood are true loves it so is prophesied it is, so eventually yeah. this whole awkward situation will work itself out I agree unless mm-hmm. Regina ruins it by going evil again and like Let's hope Crazy. not, because she's come so far yeah. by being good and doing all these good actions that I it would be terrible that she would, you know, fall that fast. But I do have to give it to Robin for, you know, taking that higher ground. I didn't really expect that. I mean, good high moral ground code, yeah. but unfortunate, <laughs> unfortunate for Regina. It is unfortunate for her, and I see where he's coming from. You know, his wife, who he thought was dead who he mourned, is now alive. What do you do in that situation? I mean, no, I totally get it, but I disagree. I mean, he's been living through so many, whatever, years without Marion, so his mentality is that she's gone. So I don't know. I mean, like, her coming back from the dead, quote-unquote from the dead, I think he just, he has the right to love Regina, but he just doesn't, I don't know. Well, we'll see. Emma does tell, you know, Regina that she vows, you know, as the savior that, you know, she's supposed to get everyone their happy ending and she will get her a happy ending. I loved that particular moment, especially when Regina's literally sitting on the ground by the door. Just reminds that's like a frozen reference. You can see through the doorway and stuff. Yeah, when Elsa and Anna are sitting on the door. I was like, yes, gotta love the frozen. Gotta love Frozen. It's everywhere. Um, but Regina kind of takes that into her own hands and she's like, wait a second. I need to change fate. So now we're going after the person who's written this book. The book that we've had since season one, I'm episode curious. one, who we've never known who wrote this book. Regina's going after them because she's like, wait a second. What we need to happen is for the author of this book to start writing villains a happy ending. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's clever. Now I'm curious. Shoot, who did but I, it? But it could bring back so many other mm-hmm. villains. So like, many. I'm thinking Cruella DeVille. I don't know why she's the first person to pop in my head when it's like a villain who needs a happy ending. <laughs> I don't know she why. she doesn't have a happy ending. Yes, but I want to see her coming back and, mm-hmm. you know, Maleficent and all these other and people. And not just the, the evil queens, but all the evil men, too. Yeah. yeah. That'd Maybe. be fun. Is that how Hans gets involved? It's possible. Maybe. We're going to talk about him in a little bit, too. Predictions. Predictions, (laughs) perhaps. Um, So we'll see where this whole thing leads with Regina and Marion and Robin Hood. But, I mean, I hope it works out for Regina. I hope she gets a happy ending eventually. Yeah, me too. Maybe they can just do, like, a sister wives type of thing. Because she gets so close to being happy, and then she's... Something happens. It's yanked away from her. It's not easy being villainous. It's Mm. not. So close. Um, And then 
should we talk about Emma and Hook? Because you know, for me, I did not think that they had enough time together in tonight's episode. I, that was good. Their storyline was very short. It was like two little scenes, and I was not okay with that because I'm a hooker for life. Um, <laughs> well, she fell on top of him. I mean, she fell on top. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like they have this. Yeah, they have this awesome makeout session in the season finale, and then all of a sudden he's or Emma is, you know avoiding Captain Hook all of a sudden. What is happening? <laughs> That's for news and gossip a little later. Um, <laughs> but she's avoiding him because she doesn't know how to proceed. She's feeling guilty that Regina's happiness kind of got taken away and it's her fault and she doesn't think that she should be with Hook. She also hasn't told Henry about her and Hook. No. So Even though Regina has told Henry about her and Robin. Yeah. Interesting. And uh, Henry going through puberty every season. I mean, now he's just... Well, he's oh really grown. Gosh, up. he's yeah. grown so much. It's amazing. That, that but, I mean, it's it's good yeah. that they only really teased us with the Hook and and Miss Wan, Emma. So, I mean, because if you have it to it, if you had them, like, really making out and really go deep into them in the first episode, that'd just be too much. Well, I think she'd be happy about it. As much as it's going on. I think a lot of people would be. <laughs> yeah, I'd be but happy, but... it'd be too much going on. I agree. On. When Emma said that, you know, she felt guilty, I thought she was talking because Henry has just recently gotten his memories back, remembering his father. His father is now dead. You know, out of respect of Neil is kind of where I thought she was going with this mm-hmm. whole I feel yeah. guilty thing, not because Regina's happiness got taken away. Like I miss Neil. Bay. Bay. But <laughs> we have baby Bay. Neil now. So that we, do. Neil. Baby that we do. Neil. We have Prince Neil. We didn't even get to really see Prince Neil either. So see, there's so many things that we still need to see Absolutely. and have, but um, I want to talk about Frozen now. Do it. <laughs> yes. Do it. Okay, this is what we've all been waiting Tis for, right? Time. <laughs> Tis the time. Okay, so we're back in a long time ago. <laughs> I don't know what. I love the vague timeline. Yeah, line. the vague timeline. A long time ago. Um, In a galaxy far. Yeah. <laughs> so we have Sorry. Anna and Elsa's parents. Um, they're on a boat. It's kind of, you know, the opening of the movie almost too, where, you know, their boat is going to get taken. Top away. side. Yeah, top side <laughs> over. Um, and the mom's trying to finish this letter or, you know, whatever she's writing and she puts a message in a bottle literally yeah literally (laughs) and tosses it out at sea she's like this might be their only chance to know the truth because we're not going to make it back Mm -hmm. there and it's like what was written on that letter what who knows how's it ever going to find them like that's your best shot magic magic (laughs) i don't know i felt Mm. like oh my gosh like who knows if it's ever going to reach them and and this is what I like because a lot of people who watch the movie again always complain about the plot holes. Like what what happened during the whole scene when the parents, you know, fall and you know, drown in the the shipwreck and mm-hmm. whatnot. So I I think once is a good platform to fill in those voids that oh, us definitely. the audience are asking. And this might be one of them. Yeah. I mean, and then because it is such a new story, they could take it anywhere. Mm-hmm. They really can. They can take this and just go so many places with yeah. it and especially knowing that they've been working on this for so long you know i know that they've thought this through um we flash back to five years later and anna is getting married now this is taking place after where frozen the movie has ended uh-huh. yes um because this is anna is getting married to Kristoff. Mm-hmm. um at this point and elsa has the gift for her and she goes and she takes her to because she found their mother's wedding gown and so she has her put it on and it's such a great moment. Pretty. It's very pretty dress. It's very well conserved too. Um, <laughs> for just sitting in a closet for who knows how many years. Uh, but while they're up in this attic, 
um, they find a diary. And um, inside the diary, we find um, that Elsa's, uh, that their mom had written about their journey and that they weren't actually going where they said they were going. Mm-hmm. Oh, and um, Anna, or Elsa gives Anna the snowflake necklace. Yeah. Um, with the, which has a big meaning. Yeah. Probably. My question is, because we find the diary of the mother, was that the same? I mean, I know it's it's already in, bound in a book, but do you think someone might have already found that message in the bottle, then put it in in the, the diary? I, that reveals the truth? I or not? I took it as the diary was left behind, and this was up until they left to the journey, is where her diary would stop, and then she didn't take it with her on the boat. Yeah. That's how I interpreted it, but, I mean, someone probably has that letter somewhere mm-hmm, by now mm-hmm. because it's been however many or someone's years. someone's going to come across that letter. Yeah, someone has come definitely come across that letter by now. It might be a Mr. Gold shot for all we know. Probably. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. It's actually pretty good. <laughs> um, but um, inside the diary, her mom says something about, along the lines of what they saw in Elsa was terrifying and it needed to be stopped. So they were going... Um, on a journey to figure it out. And this clearly upsets Elsa and she gets snow flurries all around her head, which happens when she gets, I kept thinking of the movie conceal. Don't feel yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> like, yeah. like conceal. Don't feel it's okay. Keep everything uh-huh. under control. Cause it's when she starts getting like, yeah, but at this point, control. because everyone knows about her powers now, she, she doesn't have to conceal anymore. Yeah. When she's feeling everyone knows about it. Yeah. I just felt like she was being a little, dramatic she jumped to the <laughs> conclusion that you know i don't think her parents were thinking the way she was thinking that they were thinking yeah no, i think that I her parents were either. just yeah. looking out for her yeah you know trying to make sure that she's safe but i sorry but i do like how they're portraying how she's feeling and how she's evoking emotion i think it's that's a really good adaptation yeah yeah i think that they do a really good job with keeping anna and elsa in character of the uh the cartoon yeah the cartoon and i think it's really like well well done because Elsa's not even evil and I was kind of worried that they were going to make her evil um, coming into season four but yeah I think that there's a good job I don't feel that she's evil right mm-hmm. now I don't even think that she can be evil I think she's just out looking for her sister yeah, like, mm-hmm. there's a difference you know it's like you're, you're not a tyrant who's yeah. like the evil queen who's like Absolutely. trying to terrorize people you're just on a mission and you're confused and whatnot but mm-hmm. we'll get into her in Storybrooke in a in a little bit mm-hmm. um but to go get some answers about this, Anna says, hey, let's go check out, you know, with my future in-laws. So they go to see the trolls. <laughs> they did a really good job. They did a really too. great job awesome. with the trolls. They look just like the they ones do. in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they go to Grandpappy um, and, <laughs> and ask, you know, if he knows anything about their parents' journey. And he's like, hey, they came to me and they just said they needed to go um, get answers and so he's all he knew was that they were going to Mist Haven, which is a place that no one's ever heard of. It sounds kind of like fantasy world. Mm-hmm. I w- Mist Haven. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking like clouds and like mist everywhere. Mm-hmm. Maybe a, a place of mystery. Just yeah, sounds creepy. Just sounds a little creepy. My, my only thing was that when they were asking Grandpappy, you know, what happened, he didn't even look at the book. Like I don't know. Yeah. And that's I mean he we know from the from the film grandpappy is someone with wise uh, who's wise and has answers and why and like knows how to fix things and the fact that he immediately didn't even really look at the diary and 
automatically said, I don't know what happened. It's interesting. So yeah. you think that he might know I more? I think he might I think know he knows more. more than what he's letting off. Yeah. Okay. Um, but, you know, Anna wants to go to Miss Haven. She's like, let's go two weeks and we can just... And it's like, hey, girl, your wedding's tomorrow. Oh, she's like, forget my wedding. <laughs> this is more she's like, forget my wedding. We're going to go find answers about mom and dad. They loved you, Elsa. Like, but that's very Anna character because going off the film again, she just got engaged to... Uh, Hans. Hans. Okay. And then she went off to go find Anna's, uh, Elsa. So, I mean, which is something she doesn't that, really celebrate things. Yeah, which is something that Elsa brings up. She's like, hey, remember your last little tryst? Like, Hans and his 12 <laughs> brothers are still, like, right there waiting for their chance to pounce. So, yep. that clearly is foreshadow. Um, mm-hmm. I think Hans and brothers might be coming along soon. Uh, but uh, Anna does end up leaving to go to Miss Haven. Kristoff we get to meet Kristoff and Sven. They were so cute. Um, and Kristoff yeah. in, in his Sven voice. Yes. Like, yes. And like how he's having a conversation with Sven. And yes, I'll go after her. Yeah. So um, they miss Anna, though. She's left on a boat already. Um, At this moment, I wanted Elsa to just freeze the the ocean, the ocean and just yeah. stop, stop the, the boat. The boat. <laughs> I'm like, come like, on, Anna. How easy is you that? You have the power. <laughs> but okay. Yes. But... Um, Kristoff does tell us that Mist Haven, others call it the Enchanted Forest. Mm-hmm. So Anna is on her way to the Enchanted Forest where who knows what happens to her there. Who knows what time frame it is when she gets there. You know, there's so many questions just because there's so many different storylines yep. yeah. within the Enchanted Forest. So it'll be interesting to see at what point she gets there and who she runs into. Maybe mm-hmm. it's Mulan. Yeah, where is Mulan? Let's find her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? So, meanwhile, over in Storybrooke, um, we all know that Elsa has come. She's, you know, come out of the portal that Emma and Hook just came out of. And she's, you know, walking down the side of the road, confused where she's going. And here's Grumpy and Sleepy driving home from Granny's. I mean... You don't have sleepy drive. No. <laughs> He's pretty much the closest thing to a narcolepsy. Yeah. Especially so, at night, I feel yeah, don't, like. Don't, don't have him drive. Yeah, not yeah. a smart move. I mean, yeah. there are other doors that <laughs> they could have picked to drive. Well, he falls asleep and he's swerving and Elsa's in the middle of the road. She freezes the car, ultimately to save her life because, you know, they were going to hit her. Yeah. Um, but they take it as a bad thing or something. I don't know. They're just misreading oh, her. She's so, she's so misunderstood. Yeah. You know, Elsa, poor thing. Um, Well, turns out that, you know, she is in this town. She's confused and lost. She's looking for stuff. She's hiding. She's scared. Um, Leroy and Sleepy come running and tell Emma and Hook what they what happened. And they're like, someone just froze our car. Like, and so (laughs) they see the frozen line of ice so Emma and Hook take off after that where they kind of get Elsa in like a corner and she's scared so she makes a snow monster that was awesome that was awesome (laughs) from the movie from the movie as well hey this is actually a pretty cool portrayal yeah I was just like okay (laughs) episode one bless bless you you. it's like episode one they're just gonna tell the whole movie and then from there we can just move forward and create our own things that are gonna happen might as well so we have the snow monster come out and um Scary. Scary. They add mm-hmm. to him, you know, even more spikes. Yeah, even more that. spikes when Emma tries to use her magic against him. He did not like that. No. He was like, uh-uh, I don't play that. <laughs> um, but in the middle of all this craziness, Elsa, the newspaper clipping shows Mr. Gold and 
Belle's marriage on the front page and has the picture of the necklace Mm -hmm. that she gave to Anna. So now she's like all about trying to get to Mr. Gold. Um, So she eventually does find Mr. Gold's shop and breaks in and finds the necklace and is like, I'm going to find you. Mm -hmm. She's like, I'll always find you. But meanwhile, this snow monster is in the forest it's attacking people and then you know we got to see emma using her magic again this time she keeps forgetting she has this magic and then remembering you know and doing stuff but it didn't work it did not work it did not work I don't, well not to the best of angry. her ability yeah it did work in fairness but not as well as she had hoped but i do like that emma's powers is growing because we see in like all the end of season three that she's trying to constantly can control her power because she can only activate it when absolutely necessary but now she she has more control over it yeah, yeah. so they're only going to build upon that i would love to see her get trained more by regina yeah <laughs> but i feel like their relationship's going to be kind of rocky it's a little, yeah, yeah. It's a little rocky so. right now the, but the training's going to be on hiatus yeah for yes. a little bit um other things to worry about i guess mm-hmm. yeah other things but i mean i thought that the snow monster was great and you know i know in the past we've said things about you know their green screen abilities and stuff but tonight i was very happy with all the cgi stuff and yeah even you know, grandpappy looked amazing yeah we only really now great. we only just need olaf the frozen yes. monster looked good yeah yeah i thought yeah. so i thought it was all great. evil monster yes run run <laughs> although leroy just kept running there's a snow monster snow monster <laughs> like you just hear him shouting in the streets in the streets i'm like are you running in circles right now what's happening and i love the one quick shot that they had of emma and like her head just dropped she's like ah oh, here we go really? again <laughs> so great it's so great i mean it, it hasn't even been 24 hours since she no. came out of that portal. You know, she's just like, I just got back from the past. We just defeated Zelina. I can't catch a break right now. The next <laughs> monster is coming along. Yeah. Like, same day. Day of. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Um, that pretty much was the episode right there. Um, I know we kind of got through everything rather quickly, but I have some news and gossip if y'all want to hear about it. it. After Buzz TV News. Okay, so this... We have some pictures of some Halloween costumes that are Frozen-inspired. This was um, brought to my attention by AfterBuzz TV's own Phil Svitek. <laughs> so here we have the sexy Olaf costume. How does this make... How is this sexy? I mean, because she's barely wearing any clothes, <laughs> I guess. I mean, if in, in any other aspect, that's just a snowman costume. But because, you know, a Frozen, that's now an yeah. Olaf for those listening, is pretty much like a, a white unitard. Yeah, with like three black Sexy dots unitard? and a <laughs> three black and dots a and, a carry, and a carrot nose. Uh-huh. So, I like yeah. the arm sleeves though, with the yep. sticks. Yeah. <laughs> with the sticks, I didn't even see those. Um, Step is fun. And then we have Anna. Okay, um, hers mm-hmm. is you know good. it's pretty good. It's pretty Cute. good. It's a it's basically what she wears. It's just a really short skirt. Not mm-hmm. digging those leggings though. Yeah, I don't like the leggings with it, but. Um, and then I think we have the Elsa as well. No signal. Uh, no, oh, oh, there it is. Oh, here's one with, like, all of them. There, Elsa has two different ones. She has one that's, like, a super short in the front. And she has her, like, let it go dress. Yeah. And then she yes. has her regular dress. Nice. Nice, nice way of putting yes, it. Yes. <laughs> that's the way we'll go with it right I like there. both. I like yeah, both, too. Yeah, I like both, too. But I, I could get down with that let it go. You know, the short. Just yeah. Like, oh, yes. I'm fierce. <laughs> Like, yes! Well, Halloween's coming let up. That yes. go. So there's the single of that Let It Go one. Let it go. So Halloween I, I is really just around that. the corner. It's almost October, so if you need a Frozen oh, costume, 
There's some ideas for might, you right there. We might dress up. For yeah, maybe we should all be frozen we characters. We all be frozen. This year. Period. I call Olaf. <laughs> um, <laughs> Darn. All right. um, so some other news that I have. Um, I know fans of Once Upon a Time in Wonderland are wondering what's happening with Will Scarlet because mm-hmm. we know that Michael Sosha is supposed to be on Once Upon a Time. Well, the knave is going to resurface in episode three, and the title is Rocky Road. And um, this episode is going to give us more of a Emma Swan backstory. So there's still stuff about Emma Swan that we don't know. So this episode will air on October 12th. Um, and... According to um, Adam Horowitz, sorry, I always want to say their names mashed together. He says, we will be explaining why he's in town and what happened since the spin since the spinoff ended. I can tease that he fits in rather nicely into Storybrooke. His introduction is a really fun one. Mm. So we have something to look forward to for fans of the Wonderland show. Michael will be back, but it's going to be interesting because the last time we saw him, he was going back to Wonderland with, you know, his happily ever after. So how yeah. did he end up back in Storybrooke? Yeah. Should be interesting to hear. Um, in casting news, we have Frances O'Connor has been cast to play Belle's mom because we actually are going to see a flashback oh. of Belle pre-Rumple nice. at some point this season. So we're going to get a little teaser into, you know, a little bit about Belle's life and we'll get to see her mom, which is going to be really fun. Yeah, and she's a famous Australian actor. Yes, she is. Um, also, fans of Army Wives... I was a huge fan of that show. <laughs> Sally Pressman um, is going to be on Once Upon a Time. She tweeted, Once Upon a Time, there were extensions, eyelashes, and gowns, and a very happy a- actress. Now, she's rumored th- that she could be the one playing Anna and Elsa's mom, but based off of tonight's episode, Doesn't that was like not it. her on that boat. So I don't think that's quite right. But um, it's, I read about the casting, and it's something about her and three sisters, so there's all this talk that, you know, maybe she's one of Anna and Elsa's aunts, or, you know, that her Maleficent and, like, well, the Snow Queen are all, like, related in some way. Three sisters also goes back to Cinderella, too. Yeah. That's another story. So, we'll see what she kind of brings to the table. And, um... What's Oh, yeah, and so they're doing the same thing this season that they did last season, where they're doing the 11-11 split, so we'll have the first half mm. of the season, and then a break, and then the second half. Um, but they said the first half is going to be the Frozen mm, kind of yeah. story. Figured. So the second half will be revealed in the winter finale, but the seeds are planted in the first 10 episodes. Oh, uh, we better start looking, So that girl. when you see the reveal in 11, yeah. you go, oh, okay. So everyone be on the lookout for little clues here and there. I have a feeling that maybe that sorcerer's hat might be a little clue. Yeah. Possibly. So let's see if we can figure this out before... We get to eleven before we get to eleven because that would be awesome. And then in Tiana Hobson's very excited about this news. <laughs> um, there's rumors that casting for a role of a pompous prince who, beneath his veneer of confidence slash arrogance, is not much more than a coward, ill-equipped to handle conflict. Um, everyone's saying that that could be Prince Naveen from <laughs> The Princess and the Frog. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It That's could cool. also describe Hans. But I would like to sure. believe that it's Naveen from The Princess and the Frog. <laughs> and that hopefully we'll be seeing Princess Tiana this season. Oh, if they did Frozen, we can do... The princess, princess and the frog. Just saying. But that's mm-hmm. all my news and gossip for that's, today. That's a lot of good news and gossip. I mean, that's it's the awesome. beginning of the season, so, I mean, there's so much out there that I had to really cut it down, but 
Yeah, so let's more get stuff in- to look forward to. Yeah, yeah more yeah. stuff to look forward to. So let's get into our predictions quickly before we have to wrap up. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. Top, you guys go first. I want to throw this out there. We still don't know who Hook gave his ship to um, when, I forget the circumstances last season, but, you know, he had to trade, give up his ship to go save Emma. To save Emma, um, yeah. And we also don't know much about his backstory of wh- who, what country he was working for when he first set off sail with his brother. What if it's Arendelle and he's tied to Anna and Elsa in some way? It's possible. Like, I that feel like that could be because he's traveled to many different realms and, mm-hmm. you know, he he's knows he's on a boat. <laughs> he would have access to kind of help this story kind of fit into what's happening right now. Yeah. Right now, that's the only thing I'm thinking of. And okay, going back to the that circular mysterious box with Rumpel, because it seems like right now, even though Rumpel changed the dagger, it looks like he switched it again to have the, you know, real dagger um, mm-hmm. to open that box. And the fact that it looks like Mickey Mouse's hat, maybe we'll see more actual Disney characters. I mean, their animation has really stepped up their game, especially in tonight's episode. Mm-hmm. So maybe we will see more animated people. Who knows? And also to find out the writer, I think they're going to find multiple people, not just one person. Mm-hmm. Multiple people. I have a feeling that Belle is going to find out about the dagger, and she's going to be very pissed, and it's going to be a problem. And I also think that maybe the mirror will somehow backstab Regina. Sydney? I don't know I wouldn't, I wouldn't blame Sydney. Right, yeah. He yeah. has done a lot for her, and she just keeps, like, you being know... Like, Back in there. Mm-hmm. Well, also the fact that Regina broke a mirror, so seven yeah. years bad luck already. <laughs> if you're going to go the superstitious route, then to treat Sydney, her only good mirror right now, like that, then yeah, it's probably going to backfire. Yeah. yeah. And then Elsa is going to be completely misunderstood. Tragically. Yeah. I feel like yeah. she's just misunderstood right now, and I think she's scared because she's in a place that she doesn't understand or no mm-hmm. she's never been here before but i want her to just step out and be like hey guys what's going on yeah why have not? you seen my sister do you know who she is her name's anna like could you help me out right like misunderstandings are solved by communication so yeah. let's do some of that let's communicate with each other <laughs> also is finn gonna show up in storybrook and is he still gonna be a reindeer or will he be a person a person that'd be nice a talking reindeer. A talking reindeer? That'd be cute. He could be the only animal creature to come into Storybrooke and still be a, an animal. Yes. And we want to see some Olaf. He could be, but the way that they've been going, I don't think so. Yeah. I mean, we still haven't even seen Pongo in human forms, so. That's true. He, I forgot about Pongo. You have me there. He's not the only one. Yep. Yeah. Um, Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So, guys, make sure you let us know what you think. Keep the conversation going. Where can they find you guys on social media? Find me on Twitter as well as Instagram, K-A-O-R-I-O-U-S, Corius. And you can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at Serafini TV. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at the Tiana Hobson. And make sure you guys go check out our iTunes and leave us a comment. Rate us. Give us five stars. Comment on YouTube. We always respond back. I love the conversations. I can't wait to hear all the predictions and oh excitement and and what we forgot to talk about and all that great stuff that you guys are always pointing out for us. So make sure you leave us com- leave us comments on there as well. We will be back next week with an exciting episode two for season four of Once Upon a Time. 
from executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Bye, Buzz. See you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.